6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. It is playoff time tonight. Fans will be watching a playoff game at Rogers Place for the first time in 1,811 days. And there's plenty of ways to watch it. If you're lucky enough to get tickets, you'll get that great vibe inside of Rogers. But that vibe will be outside of Rogers Place in the Entertainment District, the Ice District, in bars, restaurants, and of course, rec rooms right across the region. The Oilers going into this postseason having gone 26-9-3 since Jay Woodcroft uh, took over as head coach on February 10th. That is the third best points percentage in the NHL in the span. So as we head into the game tonight, how are the players feeling? What's going through their head? What's it like to play in front of rabid Euler fans? Remember this? Oh, it's stolen. Pisani is in alone. Shoot scores! Fernando Pisani, short-handed. The Oilers win it. Four to three in sudden death overtime. We'll see you in Edmonton on Saturday night. Wow, do you remember that? I remember like that like it was yesterday. That shorthanded goal game five to go to game six in Carolina. Fernando Pisani joining us this afternoon. Fernando playing the majority of his NHL career with his hometown Oilers was the playoff hero in 2006. Fernando, welcome back to 630 Chad. How you doing? I'm doing well. What do you What do you think when you What goes through your mind when you when you hear that highlight call? <laughs> <laughs> I still get goosebumps when you hear it. You know, it's one of those things you'll you'll never forget, especially being a kid from Edmonton and uh, doing that for your for your home team and and town. So it was. Uh, pretty remarkable to be honest you know when you when we talk about playoffs you know oftentimes there's there's the the conversation about which player is going to get hot at that time which player is going to maybe have a have a a, a streak what was it for you in 2006 what was it that uh, that sparked you do you think well you know it's it's hard to say one specific thing there's, there's a lot of things like when when the playoffs start, it's just kind of a fresh start and you're just excited and, you know, you, you go around and friends that you know and people that you talk to around the city, it, they just get so pumped about the opportunity and, you know, that's the biggest thing and, and it's like, you know, catching lightning in a bottle and mm-hmm. when your line mates are, are, are going and you're getting the puck and you just get a little confidence and, you know, the puck starts to bounce your way and, you, you try to, as a player, ride that as uh, as long as you can. And, you know, superstitions obviously play a big factor into that. So you always have your superstitions and the routine that you stick to. So uh, there's, a, there's a lot of things that uh, come into effect for... Fernando, let's talk about that. So I wanted to have a conversation a little later on uh, this week on the kind of the psychology of superstitions. What were yours? Oh, I had lots. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I I always, uh, when I got dressed, I always would do it a certain way. I'd always put my left skate on first. I had a routine that I I went through uh, uh, at certain times of, of the day. When I got to the rink, I'd have to be at the rink at a certain time. And I just did everything in, in an order that, uh, you know, people who watch me would think something's wrong with this guy, but it was just me getting into the routine of, you know, what I needed to do to have success as a player. So um, those were some of the things that I did. I wonder if it, it gave you a sense of control over over the situation. You might not be able to control what was happening on the ice that night or what was going on through the day, but you can control that. Yeah, it's just something that got you mentally prepared for it. You know, like 
I remember sitting in the dressing room and when they opened, when the trainers would go in and out of the room to put stuff on the benches, you can just hear the the energy and the excitement in in Rexall and you know just you had to do that to kind of keep keep your mind in the game because it was such an exciting uh, time to be you know in the city the weather starts to change you're, you're not wearing uh, you know the big parka going to the rink it's you got your suit on and it's it's beautiful out and there's just lots of excitement throughout the whole city and Fernando Pisani joining me this afternoon Fernando what's what's going through a player's head uh, you know how many five hours out of game one uh, from the opening of the playoffs can, can you give us a little bit of insight into that what 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 the field would be like right now well, I, you know, I think guys are kind of just sticking to their routine and just kind of treating it as any other game. But, you know, deep down inside, you know it's not any other game. This is this is the playoffs, and this is what everybody dreams about um, as a kid, you know, playing street hockey and game seven and, you know, just being the hero. And I think every guy that's getting prepared right now is is just focused on, on what they can do to, to help the team win. Let's talk about the team right now. Your thoughts on on how playing, how they're how how the team is playing. What what are your expectations of this series? Um, well, they've been playing exceptional, you know, since the, since the coaching change. And you know, like you said earlier, I think they're twenty six. I don't even remember the the loss. Twenty six nine and three. Yeah. Twenty six nine and three. So that's you know that's the kind of high that you want to be going into the playoffs. You know, the goaltending's been exceptional, so Smith has been playing really well, and, you know, they've got a lot of things going in their favor, and, you know, Jay Woodcroft's done a, a, an amazing job just getting the guys all to buy in, and, and it's not just half the group, it's everybody, so uh, there's been contributions from third and fourth lines, so that's, you know, that's critical, especially in the playoff times, because, you know, the big guys are going to be getting special attention, too, so it's the the secondary scoring that's going to, you know, have to help out immensely. Fernando Pisani joining me this afternoon. Fernando, this this time of year, of course, I mean, you know better than anybody that Oilers fans are are rather passionate about uh, about their Oilers. What what is it like uh, for a player? to be in that arena uh game one game five game six whatever it is and have those fans be as wild as they are and then outside the arena in on the streets the car flags you name it you know orange and and uh and blue everywhere can you can you explain it because we're we're all sitting here thinking that we're contributing to your success by wearing yeah, orange and blue, well, right? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, it's the fans are you know they're the extra player on the ice from you, and um, as soon as you step onto the ice and the place just goes nuts, it's just you you feel a foot taller. Um, I, I remember when we were in the playoffs and I woke up one morning and there was a big oil derrick on my driveway and I'm not talking four feet five feet it was like 15 60 feet tall so I'm like I don't know how they got it there but uh and then the next day it was gone so it was just like people are excited and it's it's just great to to be a part of it it's great to see the city so pumped up and um with everything that's gone on the last few years it's just good to see mm-hmm. you know that excitement going on in our city so it's it's been it's a lot of fun and hopefully the guys go on a on a long run here for sure are you going to be able to get to any of the games in person uh yeah i'm going to i'm going to try and, and uh, get to uh, the one on wednesday possibly but yeah it's uh 
it gives you goosebumps every time you step in that rink and and, and hear the fans and, and warm up and so it's it's uh, it's fun. It'll be a, a great time to go there. Fernando, can you can you go to a game or watch a game now and just simply enjoy it, or are you analyzing it? Are you in the game every moment that you're watching? Uh, you know what? You kind of now you kind of sit back and watch and enjoy it, but you're always kind of analyzing and kind of tweet, you know, seeing things that are happening. And um, I coach my boys, so I always kind of you know, show them certain things that other teams are doing and tendencies and all that kind of stuff. So it's, that's something that will never, never go away as a player. Cause you kind of, I've done it since I was four years old yeah. and, and it's what you know, and it's what you've always done. So I don't think that ever goes away, but now you can kind of sit back and relax and not, not stress about, you know, turning the puck over or, you know, getting puck out and that kind of stuff so it's it's a different pace for sure i have to ask you about the 50 50 draws we know the edmonton oilers uh, community foundation does just such great work here in the in the, in the city and has done such uh, for such a long time we have this mega uh the 50 50 going on right now as of right now it's sitting at 1.7 million dollars wow. i want to see if you can believe that but of course we can because in, in alberta that's just that just happens yeah. your your thoughts on on the foundation and 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 the work that it does we know that uh, this pot is going to go to kids with cancer, uh, the Alberta Cancer Foundation. Your your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know they they do such a wonderful job of uh, getting community involvement and, and making sure that you know everybody gets an opportunity to to receive the funds. And they've they've been a part of uh, you know for the last you know 15, 20 years now. And you know it's always good to um, you know be a part of the community and, and give back to it. And it's such a huge amount of money that that they've raised and it's it's just uh it's just crazy and and how much hard work that they do that kind of goes unnoticed so um you just want to thank those people who are involved in that one more question for you what do you remember the most uh looking back that 2006 run um you know the one thing you kind of remember the most is and it's kind of sad but uh when you lose in game seven and they uh, when you you know it's it's over, and even to this day, when they when I see them hand out the cup to the team, I just all those feelings that mm-hmm. you know you're so close to to winning it, and it's still it's still something that's very tough to 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 watch and to swallow, and that's kind of the sad part. But the good part is, um, you know, the team that we had wasn't expected to go as far yeah. as as we did, and. Um, the group of guys that we had were mainly blue collar, blue collar players, and uh, to do what we did was uh, pretty exceptional. It was pretty exceptional and pretty exciting, and I think we're uh, embarking on that uh, once again. Fernando, always appreciate your time. Uh, look forward to having you back on the show. Maybe we can do it again during this run, okay? Sounds good. Awesome. Thank you, very Thank much. you so much. Yeah. Fernando Pisani joining me this afternoon.